you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about Loop. Matter of fact, instead of me telling you about Loop Jewelry, let's give it to the silky-voiced, handsome Hank so he can tell you. Well, where are the finest jewels in all the world? The crown jewels. Darn right, Hank. Loop doesn't make crown jewels, but it is making engagement ring shopping easier with personal service, expert style advice, customization options, and beautiful inspiration to help you find a ring that fits your style and budget. All Loop rings are handset, individually screened by their team of experts, and meet the highest quality standards. Dave, finding her ring is a big decision. So here's $100 off your ring to free oh. up dollars for your wedding day, mm -hmm. or a date, okay, or flowers, or chocolates. Just go to loopjewelry.com slash pages slash Dave and use the code Dave, that's D-A-V-E, loopjewelry.com slash pages slash Dave and use the code Dave to get your engagement ring, Dave. Now let's hear from Matt Money Smith. And they'll bring the house. Rivers throws to Gordon on the screen. One man to miss, and of course he makes a miss. 40, 45, midfield 50, 40. No one in front of him. Flash to the finish line. Touchdown, Chargers. 66 yards to pay dirt. Melvin Gordon. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, indeed. That was Matt Money Smith alongside of him. Daniel Jeremiah calling the action. Los Angeles Chargers, prime time, prime time, and more prime time coming at you in December. Why don't you come out? I'd love to do. Why don't do. we do a trip? Oh. Bring Hank. You're, you're uh, singing my song Let's do there. It. Let's Hi do it. and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're ready to roll and we, as always, are presented by Head & Shoulders. We appreciate that and we'd appreciate you helping out uh, those affected by the California wildfires. Go and visit redcross.org or text CA Wildfires to 90999 to give $10 to American Red Cross California Wildfires Relief. Remarkable stuff happening with those uh, those people that are going into those fires, as always, to, to beat them down. And, brave people. I mean, uh, yes. The bravest. It, yes, my, uh, certainly uh, 100 fold compared to me. Um, and then also the 2019 Pro Bowl vote is here. So uh, head on over to NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote. Which players do you want to see in 2019 playing in Orlando? Now's it. It's your turn to cast a vote. I know who I'm voting in. Oh, you do now? Yep. Who's that? Xavier Howard, cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. We're going to kibitz with him at what? the end of the show. That's a coincidence. That's, I, what a funny thing that you would happen to bring that up. Uh, um, but the voice you hear there is the one you heard talking about uh, Loop Jewelry there. He is our resident Miami Dolphins fan, so no wonder he's looking forward to a visit from the guy who's playing at a Pro Bowl level for the uh, Dolphins this year. Xavier Howard, it's Handsome Hank. That's it. That's, that's enough. It was that's a little clunky yep. the way I introduced you. But, no, you uh, did your best, Dave. Yeah, that's, I all, that's all we that's can all, hope for. That's here. really all I can do. Yep. Um, and then seated to Handsome Hank's immediate left, the voice of those Los Angeles Chargers. He's on one half. He's one half of the greatest radio show mm -hmm. that you can listen to. Petros and Money track that down at iHeartRadio. The podcast Game Theory and Money here on NFL Podcasts, Fantasy Live. And may I say, I was lucky enough to catch a little of the broadcast uh, last Sunday, and uh, maybe I'm a little biased, but you do a gangbusters job, money. And it's not uh, oh, the fact, it's not just that you have a nice voice, it's not just that you describe things well, but it comes through and it doesn't feel like it's the same thing as being funny. Like if, if people can hear you trying to be funny, then it's not funny. If you're trying to sound smart, then you seem pretentious. You you guys, you and DJ have a DJ's back and forth. great. 
Well, listen, I know you're modest like that, but you know, really is. there's this, you guys have a facility to be super informative for a radio broadcast that, you know, I mean, rare that you hear anybody be so informative. Anyway, it's Matt Money Smith, everybody. That's enough. Anyhow. Okay. So uh, I do kind of miss that song. You want to hear it's been part? so long. Nah, it's, lo- I don't want to listen to it hey, now. How about this? How about next time? Next. No intro, no bio for me. Yeah. Just song. Just the song. Okay. Just okay. song. Done and done. That money. Hey, and scheduling like, notes. Because like you danced along. I, I mean, you were the star of the video. We have well, a lot of football to jump into. And I want to tell you that uh, Handsome Hank definitely is already aware of this. Matt Money Smith may not be. And you, the listener, may not be. Coming up on what? November 29th. Is that right? That's when we're taping it. But it'll come out the next week. Oh, so it's a holiday classic this year, not just a pre-Thanksgiving pie-off. Pie-off seven on the way. It is going to bridge the gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, uh, oh, it's going to be maybe the most contentious one yet. Ergo, it's going to be the best one yet because Handsome Hank is back in action. Oh, yeah? First That's true. In, uh, in many moons. He's our inaugural champion. Kind of the Vince Lombardi trophy was named after Vince Lombardi because he won the very That's first one. Yeah, right. The trophy, it's never really had a name. The Peisman trophy doesn't, to me, that doesn't work. I don't think that's funny or, there are or interesting. I would just name it that after seemed me. Like I, well, seemed like a shot. That seemed like a shot right there. That's, that's a ha- you would think Handsome Hank would know that uh, the human element is in <laughs> full force with the blue ribbon panel of one. You got to listen. You want what you want to do? You want to win? You know, curry favor with Damashek. I'm the one. Okay. I, I well, don't don't if you don't uh, like no, no, being I mean, in contention. I do. I think he knows, Dave, that you can't you can't betray your taste buds. Where, wherever you may be looking, I do know the secret. I do know the secrets of, of Dave's taste buds yes. and the things he does like. And the secret like. is Dave likes everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, no, Dave doesn't like everything. That's the. I mean, you think you look at him and you're like, mm, he'd eat pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but actually, when it comes down to it, Dave he has a certain taste when it comes to pies. That's not to say he wouldn't eat the pies that. He also, I would eat them all. He just has preference. He right. prioritizes Thank certain you. pies over others. Big, uh, big, we- big week eleven NFL action coming your way. We have to pin- make the picks for uh, Steelers, Jags, Texans, Skins, Bungles, Ravens, Vikes, Bears, and the uh, the big one on Monday night. Now in the Coliseum, the uh, the Chiefs and the Rams. We'll get into all of that. A little college football for you. Um, real quick, let's talk about the big story. We've talked about it plenty here on the DDFP with Maurice Jones-Drew, who really did have the insight that no one else had by virtue of sharing an agent with Levy and Bell. Maurice Jones-Drew, whether people wanted to believe in him or not, or were listening closely or not, Maurice told us exactly what that was going to happen here from week one on, in fact, even prior to that. And uh, I, I feel as a man of justice, Maurice didn't get his due and Mark Caballi back in Pittsburgh these guys were leading the way. Everybody else was following. Absolutely right. All the Johnny come latelys are jumping on. Oh, this guy broke the story. That guy broke the story. Nay, Maurice and Mark Caballi were the ones, and uh, we benefited from their knowledge. Months ago, that you were doing that on this yeah. podcast. Here on the yeah, it was it was, it was it a re- kickoff. Legitimately, was a kickoff. months ago. Well, we knew what was happening because yeah. right, and right. people were. Oh, what does Maurice know? What does Maurice really know? He shares an agent with him. I think he knows everything that's going on there. He told you week eleven. That's when Levy and Bell was going to come back until they discovered that the language was murky. And I think one thing that's been a little misrepresented, fair, I guess, well, the agent didn't know exactly what the language was. Neither did the Steelers fully in the NFL had to weigh in. Apparently, it's it's yeah. very difficult to divine what the meaning was. Bottom line is, at this point, Le'Veon Bell is not a Steeler in 2018, nor Never will be he again. be one uh, for the rest of his days, I suspect. Um and, uh, you know, I guess I guess since everybody else under the sun is waiting in at this point, why don't you go ahead, handsome? Do you have any thoughts about Levy and Bell? Do you think that this has been a disaster for him, as some have declared? Do you think that maybe this ends up working out? He gets the money he wants guaranteed or otherwise? I think he'll get the money he wants or get close to the money he wants. If Todd Gurley got paid, you'd think that at some point, you know, a team next season or next offseason will be will pay Levy and Bell somewhere in the range of, of what he wants. 
my question would be, you know, and those teams, I think that's been widely speculated. Is it the the, you know, the Jets who've got some some cap space, or the Bucks, or or the Browns who you know you I think you mentioned last week maybe he wants to to stick it to the Steelers. Well, I don't think it's, I think it's the old Browns, the right. new Ravens. Right. I think that's the one that makes that a might lot be, of sense. Exactly. So the the question, the big question for me is when one of those teams gives him close to that money, do you get do you get a, a player who is a year rested? And therefore, the benefit of having fresh legs potentially, or like, does age, regardless of of how well rested you are, does age just being what, what would he be twenty nine, twenty eight next think, season? I think the thing that's been debunked a little bit by guys who get hurt in the right. first week or whatever, and they essentially are out for a year and then come back. Adrian Peterson and Jamal yep. Charles both did that uh, yep. a, a few years back. Um, I, I don't think sitting out a year, but it used to be, oh, you'll, you'll never be right again if you right. sit out a full year. I don't think that's really true. The question is, I guess, is is is, is he really going to just go to wherever, regardless of football situation, he's just going to chase the top dollar. And if he does that, is he really going to be content with the Raiders or the Buccaneers? Weird. It is would he, feel weird if he wouldn't, given the fact that he was on a team that was you know set up to win championships and that offered him decent money for for a three year deal, you know, back in the off season, and turned that down. It feels like you know, good for him. He wants to get as much money as he can during what can be a very unpredictable position. I career. completely get both so sides. I, think, I really do. I, That's I think the bottom he goes line. To the team that, I think he goes to the team that he's most comfortable with, and which is offering the most. Money. I don't mean to. I don't mean it to be a shot, but he doesn't care about competition. Yep. And I don't. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's a. It's a. It's a tough position. It's the worst position to play. I mean, if you want to have a long career, you couldn't pick a worse position to play in sports. So I have no problem with him sitting out a year. I have no problem with him taking a fifty or sixty million dollar deal from the Jets or the Raiders because if he cared about winning the championship he would have played this year right. because that would have been more important than a long-term deal it would have been 14 and a half million bucks and that's what he would have done and i got again when it's that position and you know the attrition and you know that the injuries that come along with it totally fine with it but i i would imagine he and i think this you also remember it's not just Le'Veon bell it's team Le'Veon. so his agent needs to come out looking good in this one if he's going to have a future as an agent like hey we left 14 and a half million bucks on the table I got to get out of this thing with at least 57 and a half million bucks, the Todd Gurley deal and like 30 million bucks guaranteed for me to, to look okay in this. So I, I, I would guess he's going to be a jet. That would be my guess is that they, Sam Darnold desperately needs that guy. If that's what you invested in Sam, he's got to have someone like bell to take the pressure off. That team is so bad. And because you know, they gave up picks to get Sam, they're going to have to use free agency. So I'm guessing they're going to write him up. I think check. that's, I think, I think that's exactly right. What you're saying. I think the Ravens would be incented to do the double whammy of, uh, you know, he hasn't been a Steeler now for a season, but to, to take him and put one of the Steelers best pieces, the arch rival. I, I, I like that. It'd be great a, if they would. From a soap opera standpoint, even as a Steelers fan, I, I, I can sign off on how uh, compelling that would be for the next few years. I think my, Miami and Tampa, if we're talking about money and he wants to make the most money, no state taxes, both I, of those I think, spots I make think sense. Ta- if, you, if you ask me to predict it now, I'd say, I'd say Tampa. I think Tampa's going to have a new coach. They're going to have a new front office. They're probably going to be replacing Jameis Winston. They're going to be com- – I mean, they're already kind of an anonymous team in the NFL. They need a face for that team, and I think they'll pay f- to have Le'Veon Bell be that guy. I, I, I think – and people want to w- wish that uh, by, uh, by speaking it onto social media or out loud to whoever within the sound of their voice that they can somehow put a pox on Levy and Bell by saying he'll never get that money. He'll never make it back. Oh, yes, he will. He will. And, and I'll tell you something else, too. If he wants to, he can go to a team that has at least an optimistic future. You know, I, he doesn't have to go to the Raiders if, if he doesn't want to, although they're not going to look as bad once they uh, flesh out some of those first-round picks. But, yes, he could go to the Jets. But see, I don't think the Raiders – I, I don't think the Raiders are ready to spend that kind of money. In no, I don't. Th- I, you know what I mean? They look like they're, hey, let's be bad. for. It's almost like the Philly 76ers approach. Let's be bad. Let's have a ton of high picks and let's build through the draft. Whereas I think the Jets are like, hey, we're in New York. We drafted this quarterback. We got to help him out. We get, you know, his confidence has already been shaken enough because our team stinks. Let's give the guy some help. And, and get him back on that track we think he can get on. Yeah, I, it makes uh, a lot of sense. But I do wonder 
if let's say it is the Jets and they're still in transition in 2019. He can say all he wants. It's about money. He's not just doing it for him. They sort of position himself as the 21st century Kurt Flood for all future running backs. Um, all that's fine until he gets in there. And let's see how he likes uh, 3.2 right. a carry and how he likes being 4-12. and 12. It's easy to say, I don't care about winning. It's about the dollar figure and how much money. But human beings, I mean, the professional athletes are, are supremely competitive human beings. It's but, a, but we've seen I, I wonder how much, how easy it's. That's one thing you can say with your brain. But when you're out there in and it's late September, wait, we got 12 games left. Ugh, sure. That's that I think is going to I, he may have some regret. That's the one thing I would say about it. We have a good example of it already, though. Odell Beckham wanted to get paid, got paid by the Giants. And then what was it? Four or five weeks into the season, he's complaining that actually I don't really know if I want to be on this team. It's not very good. Mm. Yeah, well, that's so a good- you get your money first and then and then you complain about the the standard of the play after that. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people uh, will make the same point. But yeah, again, like we talk about rookie deal for your quarterback allows you to then spend on a luxury item like number 26 levy and bell and i i bet you there are at least a couple teams out there that say i don't want that guy he doesn't have uh, a passion for pro football but there will definitely be a couple or a few teams that the second that uh, free agency starts that will be throwing for i bet you I, I bet you it's about $40 million, you know, somewhere in that range. Anyhow, enough about that. That's not going to happen in 2018. So that's next year. Out. Right. That's exactly right. Let's now jump in very quickly to um, Syracuse, Notre Dame, disgusting uniforms that I don't understand. You don't like the pinstripes. What are they doing? They're well, Notre they're Dame. Yankee what are Stadium. they? So what? So they're marking the occasion with, uh, with the pinstripes. Spaghetti likes the Yanks, and Spaghetti likes Notre Dame. So he should like this, right? I don't know. His two favorite I things. I don't like those. Why rooms. not? It's disgraceful. I just I wish Under Armour would just go back to what uh, Adidas did with the, uh, the Kelly game, Greens. The, the those are the Bush Push uh, like game one, the the darker green with the gold numbers instead of the navy blue, and then adding these. Uh, <clears> if I may, Eddie. Masks. If I may. The entire uniform combo for ND isn't great. Dull gold pants with neon green jerseys? Just go back to the Bush Push variety. That's <laughs> the truth. I mean, that, I, oh, it is true. That was my favorite one I of the think last though, I think the jerseys are fine. They did a better job than they did years ago when they first wore those, and they got rid of, like, the weird stripes, and they got they wrote, like, Irish in a big gold uh, script. They just went cleaner. But I, it, the dull gold pants with the navy blue and, like, the neon green, it's just a weird mix. They got to change something there. I think they... I think the best look because I do like the idea of, of doing the pinstripes. I think yeah, it's, it's cool. It's fun, but maybe like the uh, like the old Charlotte Hornets. The uh, remember they were like yeah, the right. teal with the purple. Like mm-hmm. if you did a, a Kelly green mm-hmm. with a forest green pinstripe, could be kind of cool. You I know? guess I, I don't want to be a curmudgeon about it. It just seems like you're Notre Dame. You don't modify your uniform for anybody. Yeah, you're old school. Just or you, you, you take a back seat to the Yankees. No, you're the you're Notre Dame. You're another iconic. Uh, brand if it were old yankee stadium if it were the historic yankee stadium then maybe we give him a pass you pay homage you know but the fact that it's a new whatever so what new stadium don't care win the game the same just win the game and just put those in a a win the game so you can get in as the uh as the three seed and get absolutely embarrassed and housed by Clemson and Alabama because you got no business being in the playoff. How you like that, Eddie? I disagree. I, is that I, how you I, feel? They're gonna. They are. This is gonna make. Really? I disagree. They are gonna get wrecked by uh, Alabama or Clemson. Oh, Alabama, absolutely. Sure, but Alabama is not the same level as Clemson. Ala, absolutely destroyed. Clemson looked pretty mediocre last week versus BC without oh, their okay. starting quarterback. I mean, yeah, okay. Their 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 defensive backfield is some trouble. Book's been great. Notre Dame's defense has been great. Dexter Williams running the ball. They gave up. I remember. FSU's I remember this up. exact conversation five years ago or whatever it was no, six years and ago. I'm not picking them. To, I would not pick them to beat Alabama or I, th- I think or Cle- the, I think the Clemson game is a coin flip. That Clemson defensive line, their seconds are better than almost anybody's firsts. Like that's they're just going to rotate guys through. And ra- I was watching film with DJ on the plane the other day. They, this number 42, my God, this guy, I can't remember his name and yeah, I hate but, doing that. But the Irish but, line's been good forever. Yeah. They have great offensive line coach, no call, although he just left. Yeah, he's uh, left for, for the Bears. Uh, Bears but yeah, they had no question. So I'm, you're crazy. Is uh, that, that, uh, that team's got no business. Being will the Irish take care of? What uh, was the score of the Notre Dame Pitt game? 
19-14. Yeah, Let, let's go through like their last six weeks and let's talk about this can, Notre Dame team. Can they still get into the Final Four? Because they're really playing well. I think they can. They're really playing well. I think they can. Maybe. I don't know if there'll be room for them with the Indiana Hoosiers after they go up to Ann Arbor and take down uh, the allegedly mighty Wolverines. That also may happen. Syracuse will not be Notre Dame uh, money. Or I hope it? they do. You hope they do. I hope they do. I don't. I do not want to see. I do not want to see Notre Dame in the Final Four. Who, I don't. I don't think they're even. You, how would you want to over over them? Another SEC team with a yeah. loss or two? Yeah, I'd rather have. Uh, that's a, don't do that, money. Come it's, on. For competition's sake, yeah, I, I would rather see. You're going to be surprised. Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, no, and Clemson. But You'll be very surprised how they how they look. No, no, no. You know what? No, you're, here's what I want. I want Oklahoma. I want Lincoln Riley. I want that offense, and I want to spread it out, and I want to see speed versus power. That's absolutely what I want. Now, yeah. UCF, I, even if they <laughs> lose 128 to nothing, then it's justice being served. Nah, I'm not into the justice. This is a different Notre Dame team. I think, uh, I don't know how much you've watched, but they're, they're, they're fun. They're good. I remember, they're talented I remember sitting in a bar in Buffalo with uh, our man Dave, head of security, who was a diehard Notre Dame fan, asking me to watch the Notre Dame pit game with him. Yeah, and I remember the watching worst game. a team. I'm like, really? This this. This team, that's that's a bad game to pick. And teams are allowed to have. I mean, Alabama had a semi hiccup last week too. It's they've they've looked great against. They beat Michigan in week we'll one see. with their back the, with the a good, quarterback the good thing a is, The good thing is we'll see. I'm we'll confident see. they're going to win out. I'm, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm confident they're going to win out too. The Clemson game Sorry. is a coin flip. I want to get into uh, some uh, so the pro football picks here. We have a couple of things to get to. We just were. This is what we do because we uh, we actually are not just. Uh, sports nerds on the air we actually like to talk about sports when we're not on the air down in the newsroom we were just kibitz in there spaghetti what were the two that came up the one that came up was who was the best shortstop of all oh, time. yeah who is the best short I, I casually mentioned Derek jeter maybe counts as the greatest shortstop of all time right is there anybody better cal ripkin ernie banks sean dunstan <laughs> I love Sean I Dunstan. I love Sean Dunstan. Boy, I loved him. He'd hold the ball, hold the ball, and, just and, and then just fire it at the last possible second to get a guy. Oh, and his post, his post game interviews were the best because all he would talk about is how hard he could throw the ball. I mean, he's out of the ball. What's that, Sean? You see how far I throw that ball over first base? Man, if I was a pitcher, I'd be throwing about 100, uh, about 120, 125 miles an hour. That's what he used to say. If I was a pitcher, I would throw the ball 100, 125 miles an hour. It was the best. <laughs> he would intentionally hold the ball and just watch the runner until he was two steps away and then just fire it over. He it's, was, yeah, he was really best. fun. And then, but what, what uh, led to that conversation was we were trying to, for no good reason, trying to string together how many uh, athletes from one sports town can you string together by number two so so the Yankees alone can go Derek Jeter Babe Ruth Lou Gehrig Joe DiMaggio that's a pretty powerhouse Joe Torrey six I mean yeah you could you could throw Torrey in there and then you get the mantle then you get the Yogi Berra then uh Roger Maris that, that's before we even mention any other teams from New York City that's going to be a tough one to beat handsome yes you want to try? No. You don't want to try to I mean, I there's no point in me trying. No, I don't. I, I, I wouldn't Who's think the so. greatest cricketer of all time? I mean, people will tell you it's Donald Brabham. Do you a agree? Great Australian, yeah. I wanted to Probably. bring you into the conversation. I mean, it was, thank you very much. I yep. appreciate Welcome. it. Welcome. Um, do you want to get into some No, it's fine. It's you don't want to? Oh, the picks. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Or. I, what's or, your weekly top? What's the weekly top five, Dave? What's your weekly top five players right now? Um, oh, that's a fun discussion. There you go, money. Um, Has it changed since last week? That's what I'm asking. Has yours changed since last week? It now goes, uh, thank you for asking, uh, the NFL top 100 players as we exit Such week a good 10 idea. into I love week it. 11. I still have Patrick Mahomes, number one. Drew Brees has now jumped up to... Okay. Number two, is that right, Spaghetti? Oh, no, I still have Aaron Donald at number two. Money's argument is is on point. I mean, the Rams defense has not been very good. Do you know what their quarterback lately. rating against is? The Rams, would you care to venture a guess? I just looked it up earlier today. It, it blew my mind when I saw it. Quarterback rating against through 11 games now, right? Right. 98.6. James Jones, though, I was I was speaking with him to name drop and, uh, you know, uh, high-end receiver for Aaron Rodgers when they won the Super Bowl and were in that, uh, in that remarkable stretch with those Packers teams. And he said, you know, you really can't knock the Rams too much defensively. I get it that the numbers are out of whack, but their offense scores yeah, not just a ton, up. 
But they don't just score a ton, but they also score super fast. Yeah. So the defense is constantly on the field, and the foes are always playing catch-up. So it's going to inflate, certainly, passing numbers. It may, it kind of makes the sense. The only problem is, I, I, and I understand what he's saying, I think the only problem there is when you look at yards per play, quarterback rating, yards per pass, that's different. That's different than points and totally. Right. Those aren't teams playing catch-up. I mean, think about And look, Dante Fowler made a great play last week to get that strip sack and turn the ball over. But, I mean, you think about Aaron Rodgers. You think about – I mean, there are so many instances where you look at that team and you're like – and this is the same stuff I brought up last week. You know, I think their defense is a liability right now. I do not think it is a product of a high-scoring offense. I think it is a legitimate <laughs> liability until Aqib Tlaib comes back and they can fix that secondary – and that's why they were so desperate to get Dante Fowler and bring in another volatile personality because they need that edge rush because Aaron Donald is just hauling ass upfield. And teams, I don't know, I, I wanted to look up their yards per rush. I think their average yards per rush is over five That is right now. Like, it's teams are getting after yes, them, Yes, they are all, yes, that defensive front is all trying to uh, go for the sack. Yeah. And, that, uh, they're so and they're getting them, but... Um, I still have him. I just, I just think he's remarkable to watch. Yeah. And then I go Drew Brees, but it was very close. Then I have Phil Rivers, your guy. Who'd I have at five? Spaghetti, do you remember? Todd Gurley? I think I had Gurley. You had Gurley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still at number five there. Does uh, You still have Drew Brees money? I still got Brees at one, and, and I have two players I'm trying to figure out how to squeeze in there now, and yeah. that is uh, Melvin Gordon and Michael Thomas. And I'm I with think you on Those, I, those are the two that, I, that are kind of right on the outside. Um and, and I, I, but the problem is you got to boot people out, and it's hard to get rid of Rivers, Mahomes, Gurley. Um, it's it's just it's, it's easier to do in a vacuum. Oh, that guy's got to be in your right? top twenty. All right, well, look at who I have in the top twenty, and tell me who I'm removing to get your guy in there. Eagles fans a week ago very cross with me and Spaghetti for Carson Wentz not being in my top one hundred. Now not as much noise. You got to think that that's why the ancient people. Um, when they started ranking things, were like, we're going to have to invent numbers that go beyond five. Like, we're going to have to invent a six and a seven and an eight and a nine and a ten to fit the right. likes of a Melvin Gordon. And I think, um, like, to me, I think, in, and because it's, it's, that's what's fun about it is you can change it every week. Like, I think for this week, I might move Melvin into the spot where Philip was. Like, I might just, because the last two weeks, it, they've been Melvin Gordon games. He has really been the difference in that offense. Um, so I, I almost kind of move him into maybe five or four, and maybe Rivers slips out this week, and he could climb back in there. But it is fun to move him yeah. around. Hey, your got your team's coming off a bye. I'm gonna knock him down right. when other people excel. But yes, we also talked to Sean O'Hara. Go back and listen to uh, the earlier podcast from this from this week. Great defense of Eli and uh, Odell and Saquon, and how the future looks at least a little bit brighter there for Big Blue, and then also Willie McGinnis with great stuff defending the now mortal-looking New England Patriots for the umpteenth time. People are are, uh, questioning them. I'm kind of. I have not been one of these people who jumps on. I think it's over for the Patriots. I kind of think that they certainly are going to be one of the two or three um, best teams in the AFC in January. They'll be one of the scariest teams, of course. But I definitely could see... Somebody taking them down. The, uh, the, they just have the easiest path because yeah. they play that East uh, uh, schedule. The trick play to uh, to Brady was like, to me, it just, it reeked of when you're at like your buddy's house when you're a kid and the old man comes out and he's like, hey, uh, let me let me try this newfangled skateboarding thing you kids are doing, huh? Let me let your old man get on that thing. And he just looks all awkward trying to push. <laughs> <laughs> I just get the sense that Brady's in there talking to McDaniels like, hey, hey quarterback's running this Philly special stuff. Come on, why don't you... Why don't you help out the old guy here? Why don't you, are you sure you really want to step on a skateboard? Because you know you can, know, you, can, you can fly up. Don't embarrass <laughs> me, please. Just go back inside. Just the way he looks out there running that round, just kind of like stumbling to the ground. It's like yeah, Tom, just stand in the pocket and just move your six hate, inches at a time. I hate the curmudgeons who say this usually, so I I'll self-loathe and and uh, say, what were they doing with seven minutes to go throwing it to old man Brady? <laughs> exactly. That's a terrible idea. Terrible. It gets and it looks that. ridiculous. That's the end of the dynasty for sure, because now it's Brian Hoyer coming into the game until they trade for Nick Mullins <laughs> for a second-round pick. Um, all right, before we get to the Red Challenge flag picks, we do have a new voicemail from Kent Brown's mom. Wonderful. Delivered from Pittsburgh. This one is best delivered without any explanation, because imagine you're Kent Brown, and you check your voicemail. One of the producers here, Kent Brown, you check your voicemail without any explanation, and, and this is all you hear. 
Yeah, Carrie Underwood won for best female and for best male, and I'm glad he did, was Keith Urban. He cried. He was crying really hard. And Nicole was sitting in the front row. Okay, don't call me back. I'm watching the news, and then I'm going to bed. Good night, Ken. Bye-bye. <laughs> don't call me back. Carrie Underwood's the best female in the world of what? <laughs> don't call me back. <laughs> and here's the key. It's not don't call me back, I'm going to bed. Don't call me back. I'm watching the news. And then I'm, <laughs> and going, then to I'm going to bed. Don't and, you, and listen, I don't have son, space for you. Son. Don't you interrupt my news watching at right. 10 p.m., okay, or 11 p.m. I'm going to bed. I got to watch Sally Wiggin on TAE, <laughs> and then I'm going to hit the hay. You know, Joe DiNardo passed away, but uh, I got to see the weather with the meteorol, what the Doppler 5000 says. Then it's the bed for me. Um, all right, let's get to it right Nicole now. Nicole was crying in the front. <laughs> okay, Keith Urban won. Nicole was crying in the front. <laughs> there was no time for nonsense in that. No. I'm getting straight to the headlines. Carrie Underwood, top female. Should I call Kent now? Now let's wait till the top males and then call him so you can give him the update on Paul was there. Terrific. All right, let's get to it. The week 11 red challenge flag picks. Red challenge flag picks. Whoa, 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 whoa. I usually get my cue from Henry. Are we, I'm sorry. I jumped so in that's why I was slow on the late. way in. Okay, let's do this. Are you guys? Are, let's you know, do it properly. I take my cue from Hank. All right, got a little I dead need his, his shrill, and then I chime in. <laughs> dead voice. All right, here we go. Let's try that again. Ready, spaghetti. Hit uh, Red challenge flag pick. Back on. On track, there we everybody. go. Buddy, thank you. Sorry, but let's start it off down in Duval County, a team that has uh, had the Steelers number and how. Um, the Steelers talking a lot about this one. The Jags desperate to try and uh, salvage the season here. I mean, you would think that if they lose this one, playoff contention is looking bleak. Playoffs. Yeah, right. I mean, if they lose this game for right. real, already looking nah, a little bleak. Already, I mean, they, a bit bleak. But in the, you know. Um, you know, I, I guess I'd have to confirm with what path the Texans have left to, to if they could realistically catch up with they them. They got the and Colts there as well. Well, but though. the right the problem is, and I say this all the time, is you're better off to be two games back of one team than you are uh, one game back of three teams. Yes, and and you, because then you require multiple. Um, scenarios yep, that they exactly. for all start playing worse and you uh, just basically run the table. So I'm pulling up the uh, Houston Texans schedule for you right now. Still to come. They, they're at Washington this week. Uh, then Tennessee at home, Browns at home, Colts at home, at Jets, at Eagles, close with the Jets. I mean, they, they're not losing again. What? Well, Washington, they're Tennessee. Six at, let's just figure Cleveland, they got. If you get to Indy. 10, if you get to 10, you win the division, right? So where are their four wins? Home, Tennessee. Yes. Home Cleveland, yes. Yep. At Jets, yes. Home Colts. So it feels like, yeah, yep. feels like they're getting to 10. I think that's your team. We'll pick yeah. that game in a second, All though. Right. But uh, let's start with Matt Money-Smith here. Pittsburgh Steelers on a roll after 52 points against the – to that point, when the Panthers were coming into Pittsburgh, yep. you thought, what a, what a mighty mm-hmm. battle. I this thought is that was going to be a great game. I really – I obviously sincerely yep. thought it was going to be good, too. But the Steelers housed them. Steelers, Jaguars, Matt Money Smith, choose. I'm going to change, Emma. Oh, fun. Taking the Jags. All right. I'll throw oh, it. On. I'll throw it. I don't you know just did that. No. You know what? You know what this game is. This is the Roethlisberger game. This is the Ben throws five touchdowns the week before, goes on the road. It's inexplicable that he plays so terrible away from home in his career. And the Jags, you know, continue the, we just got this team's number. For whatever reason, Mm -hmm. no matter how they're playing, this is three in a row now where where they have managed to get the best of Big Ben. And this, what would it be? It'd be like interception 10, 11, and 12 in the last three weeks. And uh, the Jags just know how to take care of this team. They get Boye back. Like it, yeah. it lines up where 
It, it, it what happens doesn't to line them. up, though, what doesn't line up, though, is that um, the Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt are really uh, collectively and individually turning it on. T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, as right. a result, have looked much better. Sure have. And on the other side, the Jags ha- now have are, are down three out of their five linemen. offensive linemen. That's, That's what they're good. predicated on. And, and, and I said on uh, DVE radio in my, in my weekly call to, to those guys back in Pittsburgh, you know, this Jags thing that, I mean, they're built to run the ball and ergo, they say a lot like, oh, this offense is not built to come from behind, which begs the question, shouldn't you change your offense then? What kind of strategy <laughs> is that? Remodel. Kind of yeah. dumb, what kind of logic is that? As long as we never fall behind, right, we're, we're in good fine. shape. Yep. Um, yeah, so Blake Bortles, if, it, if that I assume means more uh, on his shoulders. Hey, he put it on the Steelers twice last year, didn't he? I listen. I uh, I'm I'm not gonna no, come up with too much of an argument against. There's, there's that. not very much to my position other than I've seen Ben do it too many times. I've seen it happen way too many times on the road. Well, you know what though, I will say I'm gonna pat myself on the back, handsome, because the two of you were si- sitting here when I said to you in front of the Falcons game that this is what Seven wanted. He wanted it in the off season. No Levy and Bell. They can't uh, point fingers in that direction. This is Big Ben's team. It's been, the offense is running through him how he wants it to be. Now you got to do it, future Hall of Famer. And so he has. I told you he could do it. You did say that. I, I did say But he that. hasn't done it yet. He's, he's done it for a couple of games, Dave. But not he's a not, couple of games. He's been rolling. What are you talking about? He's been dynamite. Where does, where does he live in your top 100? He is what spaghetti? I put him. I, I, I'm moving him up for. I would imagine another. this week you're moving been him dominant. up. He's been dominant. He's been five dynamite. TD passes. He's, yeah, he's top twenty. I think he's, no, he's more than I think he's 15. like top twelve, top fifteen, something. Right. Like that. He's been terrific. Yeah. He's been good, but but he hasn't finished the job yet. I think you you made right. it sound well, then well, like he's all right. Like, well, it's November. Like what do you want me to? What can right. he, What can he do? I we'll see. I'm completely with money that he could fall back. But you have the Steelers this week, huh? I had the Steelers this week, and I picked against them a lot recently and been wrong. So I'm I'm now. Um, Especially against the I'll Giants. put a finer Correct. point on it for you. The Steelers win it on a Chris Boswell field goal. Three-point hmm. victory the for buzz. Pittsburgh down there. Yes. Now, handsome Hank, we get to the aforementioned Houston Texans. They're paying a visit to our nation's capital. Texans. Skins. A matchup of two first-place teams. And probably, we're just about the Thanksgiving. Those are the, the yeah. first-place Redskins. What? Choose. I picked the Steelers to win on the road. I'm going to pick the Texans to win on the road, too. Oh, it's a clean sweep here. Clean sweep. No faith in that Redskins team, I guess, at this O-line. point. It, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Left side of that O-line it, is, yes, a, is a mess, and you got to deal with J.J. Yeah. Watt. That's That was the strength of this yep. team. Yeah. That's how they got to first yep. place. It's hard to imagine. I tell you, I don't, I don't know if he's on your top 100, but watching the Texans, and I've done that a couple of times recently, Tyron Matthews having a, yes. an amazing season, yep. and he's everywhere in the secondary. Slowly been sliding up. Yeah, yep. I mean, that, that, they're deep. I mean, it's it, it's something that we talked about in the preseason, that for all the talk about the Jags have the best defense in football, we did say in late August, there's a chance that the Texans, that, that the Jags aren't even going to have the best defense right. in the division. And as a matter of fact, they may have the third best defense in that division. And with the way the Colts defense is playing, they might end up being the fourth, fourth. best defense. For real. Money. Isn't that a funny thing? The blueprint that was shown against the Jags and now that defense, maybe we'll see. Maybe they'll rise back up. But they do feel a little exposed in the last month now. And as I say, with uh, you know, with Darius Leonard and uh, and the, the, the rise and Colts defense there and the way the Titans have looked now that the Jags have the fourth best defense in the division. They could end up finishing in last place yes. if, the, if the wheels do come off, because you know what? That offense is not built to come from behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just, what I, heard. I love that. I heard that. Um, okay. The uh, Bungles once uh, looked like a contender. Now they have Hugh Jackson running the offense. <laughs> Handsome. I mean, uh, Matt yep. Moneysmith. You've stolen we- my thunder. Here we go. It's the Bungles. It's the Birdies also with some coaching. Uh, uh, well, hot seat action. I, well, it's apparently it's already been decided. John Harbaugh out. Maybe Jim Harbaugh could move down there. He'll be out of a job for an hour. an hour. Maybe they could just trade. Uh, they, maybe John could move up to Michigan and Jim could move down to Baltimore. It's a, it's a great idea. Very neat. Um, okay, here we go now. In Baltimore, both teams really desperate for a win to keep their playoff hopes uh, realistic here. Matt Money-Smith, Bengals, Ravens, choose. You mentioned that the 
Bengals, in fact, did hire Hugh Jackson. That's right. Marvin Hugh or ba- and, and Andy. You know, that's all. Why every, not keep it going, going, man? I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw a flag at you. You are, yeah, eh? Why? Well, okay. because I think the Ravens are going to be starting a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And I think the Bengals defense can can take advantage of that. So oh, I'm I've been an atrocity that defense. I, I love Marv too being snarky to the reporters. Well, he's not. What are take, you going to do to the defense? Over. Oh, just, just wait. He's taking over. Oh, I think we'll wait and see. see. Wait and see. <laughs> yeah, Marv. I don't think you're in a position to really have that kind of swagger and attitude. All he look, he's 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 there forever. It doesn't matter. He it doesn't matter what happens. I think he's going to win. I think they're going to win this game. All right. I mean, listen. Here's the way they're going to lose, right? So it's going to be a tight game in the fourth quarter, and Hugh's going to go to Marvin and be like, hey, wait till you see what I'm about to. I never got a chance to show it because Haley had the reins, and wait till you see this play I come up with. And Andy Dalton's just going to explode into a cloud of dust, and <laughs> football's going <laughs> to fall on the field. The Ravens are going to scoop it up and score. I, That's going to be you know, you know what the plan. most You know what the most difficult thing for Hugh to swallow will be that there's a, I was just reading this morning, and we're, we're taping this on Thursday, that, that uh, Lamar Jackson actually mispracticed today because he's sick. Now I heard um, maybe... And right. so RG3, a guy that Hugh Jackson said he could hear the impact of him or something ridiculous like that, could right. be the guy. Imagine if, if Hugh has to go up against RG3. It bums me out, though, because uh, if if they don't see Lamar Jackson, because back in the spring, we were talking about that. The the place for Lamar Jackson is Cincinnati. It's time to turn the page from the way they've been playing. Instead, you know, like Arrested Development. Hey, it was great back then. Let's do it all over again, everybody. Let's get Hugh and Andy and the whole gang back together. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Ravens Ravens. indeed. And, And if I can make one extra wish. When Marv steps out, please just roll Hugh right into the gig. Make him, make him the head coach. Please. And let him be the head coach for 16 years after Marv. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? It's ridiculous. We could use some help on offense. Can you think of anyone? Well, I got a guy. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy. He's uh, three and 35 over the last two plus seasons. <laughs> it's real. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> I like it. It's real. I like That's what, the guy. I like what you're thinking. Have you got his number? <laughs> Truly loco. Are you sure we can get him? <laughs> I don't know. It might be a little bit late, but we can try. I like. I like that Hugh made it. Cl- Hugh made it clear that he would be open to whatever <laughs> the Cincinnati organization wanted to discuss. Yeah, I guess uh, you would. Be. Yeah, you would be, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, you weren't turning down eleven offers, four of which you didn't even have to interview for. I see behind the glass yes. that uh, Xavier Howard. I need to get out of here, here so, so he can take my seat. Vikings, uh, Bears, money. Pfft, it's going to be a route. The Vikes? Yes. They're going to route you. the Bears. I think you're right All about this that. Bears offense, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, they played are, the Jets, the right. Bills, and, and the Lions. Come on. Daniil Hunter. I'm with you. And the, the big one, Chiefs and Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Are you now? I am. Yeah, I I'm am tempted too. to take the Chiefs just because it's Andy Reid. That defense has not been good. Wildly overrated. We've said that repeatedly. But, um, yeah, I just feel like sooner or later the Chiefs' defense has to get its comeuppance. It has to. It's too bad to keep winning these games. Is it worse, it is it worse than the Rams though, really. that you were just describing? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It I mean, has, at least on it, the Rams, it hasn't can, been, though, it hasn't in been, the last but month. It, but no, I know, but it again, I think you've got to go through. They just played Arizona. Know, they, yeah, played they, Cleveland, played they played Cleveland. They played Denver. You know, the... The issue, the issue, legitimately for the Chiefs is coming off of that that Cardinals game. Chandler Jones was yeah. getting to Mahomes repeatedly in the first half. They better fix that up before Aaron Donald and Indomik and Sue uh, face up I'll against the them on Monday. Maybe it's a little bit. Of I'm going to take. Thinking. Maybe I got a rooting interest. I'm going to throw this at you. Okay, uh, you're taking the Chiefs. I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs um, on the road there in a uh, in a fun one. All of a sudden, delivered to Los Angeles. Thank you, uh, Matt Money Smith. You go and uh, I- your stead. Here he comes, everybody, from the Miami Dolphins. There he is. See, we're, we're ready to roll here. Handsome Hank, you should know, Xavian, is although he's – did you notice he's uh, he's got an accent there on him? Oh, no, I haven't heard it. You haven't heard the accent. <laughs> Guess what? I think it's because I sound like I've been here for a long time. Okay. Yeah, that's I, what it is. Yeah, I hit we, a little bit. You picked it up. Yeah, I picked it up a little bit. <laughs> he, he's from London, England, but he is a Miami Dolphins fan, thanks to one Dan Marino. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. He loves Dan Marino. That's when he was growing up. And uh, like everybody, uh, did you grow up a what? A t- uh, you're from Houston. Oh, I want to say it. <laughs> Cowboys? No. 
Texas. I was a Texas. Oh, you were a Texas, you were a Texas guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Boy, it's funny to to think that uh, that you're young enough that you could grow up watching the Texans. <laughs> to me, it seems we like should... haven't they been around for like ten minutes now? No, they've been around for a little. We while. We should introduce David Carr. That might be a, a big throw. Oh yeah, okay, the well, the yeah. first overall pick in uh, Houston Texans history. Well, yeah, that was 2002? two thousand two. Two I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two two sounds about right. But anyway, let's talk about you. I'm interested as a pro football player. Will you spend Sunday? Will you or, or Monday night uh, more specifically? Will you? Are you fascinated to see how that Chiefs and and Rams game goes? Oh, yeah, they're gonna be a great game. Um, I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing that. Um, I also got to study. We have a coach, so I'm gonna be multitasking, watching film, and try to um, watch the Rams. Yeah, and who yeah. do you think takes that one? If you have to make a pick. Uh, and you do, since you're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Chiefs going to take it, man. It's a hell of an offense they have on that side. A lot of weapons. And, um, you know, the, um, the Rams defense, they don't look that, that – well, they, they front look great. But, you know, they're having a little bit of trouble on the back end. And the guys like um, Mahomes, man, he like to throw the ball. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think uh, everybody who enjoys watching football is anxious to see this one. Is it weird to you? I've got one, one recurring theme for me this year is it seems like very few, if any, NFL defenses are playing much defense right now. Do, do, do you feel that? Like, man, no, it's not just us. It's <laughs> everybody is having a real hard time. Why is why has everything gone the way of uh, of offense right now is it the rules changes or what yeah they got a they do a lot they do a lot for it. um the lead being an offense um favor so you know um there's not really much you can do on defense or really do anything to the offensive players that without getting a flag so it's it's crazy how it's going right now but man I hope I think they're going to do better handsome well for you guys the secondary has been a bright spot you would say for for the Dolphins how how has that come together this season man we're coming together great um you know um a few um a few games we had it we didn't do um so well so um you know we try on the back end as a defense as a whole we trying to come together stick together and just finish this season out strong and um you know um just really having a relationship with the guys on the back end and the secondary I'd say right that we try to build on um you know, a lot of interceptions that we've been going. So we're trying to keep that going. It is a talented group for sure. And uh, and you are finally getting a little belatedly uh, some national acclaim now. Right. Um, what kind of – some for some reason – it's. I feel like it's mysterious. The Miami Dolphins. It's hard to to get a sense of of the team, the state of the team, the last couple of years. What kind of guy is Adam Gase? I've heard guys say he he you know he's a young guy. Well, I'll, I'll let you describe him. Man, he's a great guy. Man, he's a great coach. Man, um, you know the guys. He can relate with some of the players. So, um, you know, and um, he 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 believe in us, and he he know what he can uh, what what our team can do when we stick together. And I have a lot of injuries that we've been facing this year. So, um, you know, we try to stick together as a team um, and just, like I say, try to finish this season off strong. Well, when how, I how, how, how has that been, though? I mean, you, you're right. The, the injury bug has really showed up in Miami in a big way. Do you guys feel every week like, oh, no, what, what's happening here? How's it going? Or do you just have to focus on, on the next game? Yeah, we got to focus on the next game. That's the big thing, man. It don't matter who not playing. You still got to play. You still got to play the game. So um, with the guys we have, we try to have a mentality like the next man up mentality. So with that with that being said, um, you know, key players that's, that's been injured this year, that got um, that's, that's injured. So with the next man up attitude, man, we just got to stick together, man. That's make us bond tighter. Are you guys, I mean, I assume that uh, part of the conversation is I say mysterious because I feel like you kind of slipped through the radar a little bit. And if you guys, you know, get into a little bit of a role here, the playoffs are are uh, certainly realistic, right? Yeah, man. How to how to how I look now with the um the schedule and um all the teams, everybody going through it right now. Yeah. Um and um there's not a lot of undefeated teams. I say um it's a lot of like a five and four. Right. Exactly. Four right. Stump, a re- with a record like that, so you know it's still we, got, we still have a great opportunity to make it to the playoffs, and that's like I'm saying, that's our, that's what we're looking forward to and trying to finish this season off strong. What do you think of, you know, you're from Houston, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great sports town. How did you feel when you heard Miami Dolphins and you're like, cool South Beach and everything else, but aqua and orange? How did that yeah. make you feel? <laughs> Um, just looking at that, um, it was a hard color scheme that I had to put together, try to dress up for. But, um, 
that aqua and orange, man, it's just a crazy color. It's like it's a loud color too. Yeah. So um with um being from Houston, um I was in high school we was purple and white, then went to Baylor, we was green. We was green and um white, green and black. So we our uniform switched up. We we even had um silver. So with oh, that Oh right, yeah. You were you were a part of the crazy uniforms yeah, in yeah, Baylor, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah. So um with that aqua and orange, it was just a crazy color and um, you know, I, I got used to it. Um, being South Beach, so you know, just like the Miami, um, Miami um, Heat, um, they got a new um, color too. So they do, right? They've yeah. they've done a little Miami Vice kind of stuff. Yeah. So are you now more a Miami sports fan, or do you are you sticking to your roots and rooting for the Houston teams outside of the Texans? Oh no, oh, no, I'm I'm all the way Miami. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all the way Miami. Yeah, you did, but you, you missed that. Yeah, I guess so. But you missed the LeBron years. Oh yeah, the LeBron years. That was I know that would have been crazy. I was there, um, really just with the Heat. Dwayne Wade, I still try to go to their games and watch Dwayne Wade. So, you know, it's 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 crazy um the on um, the players that they had at the Miami Heats and in, in Miami and Dolphins too also. So Do you say anything to because you played some high school quarterback? Yeah. Do you Ryan Tannehill conversely was a what was a receiver. wide everybody talks about that. Well, he's a receiver. Right. Do you guys say like do you ever say like, hey seventeen, why don't you sit <laughs> this this series out? He said, you know? Well, no, I definitely can't. Davian can handle it from here. You ever <laughs> talked with the coach about it? No, the only thing I'll probably could do is some zone read. That's about it. <laughs> Well, what, has he, has he ever said to you, "Do you think you can cover me as well?" Like that would be Ooh, that would be his be response to, to that. That'll be nice. Yeah, yeah that'll be nice. That'd I think you probably could. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most <laughs> definitely, man. Um, that'll be a good little matchup to see Ryan yeah. Tannehill at receiver and see what I can do with him. When uh, when you played the Patriots, uh, forgive me, I can't recall when you you played them earlier. Was Josh Howard there yet? I mean, Josh Howard, Josh, uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon there yet? Yeah, I played. Oh, he him. was. Yeah, yeah, man, he was a big time receiver at Baylor. That's all they talk about, Josh Gordon at, at Baylor. Mm-hmm. And um, just being in the lead and seeing him produce what he can do um, and just playing against him, it was just crazy. I'm like, man, this is the guy they used to talk about at Baylor a lot. Yeah. That he was doing great things in the lead. Um, you know, it's just seeing guys like that from the same roots where I come from. He's from Houston also. Uh-huh. So, you know, that was big. And, um, you know, we had talked after the game, you know, exchanged some words. Do you? Uh, yeah, because you you cut a big figure for a cornerback. You know, yeah. usually the the guys are a little slighter than you are, and he's a gigantic guy to be yeah. a, a, a wide receiver. There is he the toughest cover you have, or or, or is it the more nimble little guys that uh, give you a, a problem? Yeah, I say it's the little guys, the little guys, man. Um, the big guys is easy to get your hands on them guys because it's a big body frame, but mm-hmm. the little guys with being a big cornerback, man, the guys, the little shifty guys that can move, it's crazy to try to stay in front of them the whole time, and especially quick guys that's fast. That's you get, you get a chance to practice against a few of those Yeah, guys, a so. lot. A lot of them guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the toughest cover then? Um, I say Jakeem Grant. He's the toughest cover of them all? Yeah. No, not oh, of them all. Oh, just in practice. Just in practice. practice. Okay, okay. Um, at all, I say um, – out of all the receivers in the league, I'd say the toughest. I'm going to write down. I want you to write down. <laughs> I, I, know, I think I know. I mean, based on what you said, I think. Who I, I played against, Um, i say A.B. Ah, oh, I wrote down 84. He, he wrote it down, too. I had Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, man. He, that's uh, that's got to be tough, right? Yeah, that was tough, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're, hopefully you're going to be predisposed and uh, on your way to Atlanta, Georgia. But, I mean, the buzz that you're starting to get now, Pro Bowl, Orlando, Florida. I mean, I, I assume you enjoy those accolades now. We got we to get the vote in for you. But I want to commend you also. Talk about your charity work. I'm a charity work, man. I've been doing a lot with the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, just giving back in the community. That's a big thing for me. And also um, – I'm gonna start um doing stuff back in Houston on uh, when we um, on the off season. I was gonna have a Xavier Howard weekend out there, do a little bike giveaway, a little Thanksgiving drive or something like that, and um also a camp in a um, part of celebrity um, basketball game. Um, all right. So you keep a little eye at home. What's wrong with the Rockets? Oh uh, man, I don't. <laughs> it's know. It's weird. I, I I but why would they get Carmelo in the first place? Nobody oh, could wow. see that that was gonna be a problem. <laughs> Carmelo hasn't had issues at his last seven stops. Man, I think Carmelo Anthony still got it, man. You can't. You do, you, huh? You can't count that guy, out, man. He played a lot of ball, seen a lot of ball, and um, I think his last game I seen he had he was probably two for eleven or twelve. To see that's that's poor. That, yeah, he, I think he had only had like two points. I think. I think he only had like two points. I was like, man, that's crazy. That can't happen again. 
But, you know, um, I like James Harden also. Um, Chris Paul, great ball player, man. Mm-hmm. I used to watch him. I used to watch a documentary growing up because I was a point guard also at um, in high school. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, I can dribble the ball a little bit. <laughs> so what do you think of uh, who's uh, going to come out of the West? If it, if it weren't, let's say it's not Golden State. Actually, what about Golden State? Have you ever been a part in a locker room of something like that where two stars are going at it a little bit? And uh, I mean, even in Pittsburgh now with Levy and Bell and uh, the guys that he left behind, it seems like that's gotten a little contentious. Have you been a part of that sort of locker room drama? No, I haven't really been a, a part of a locker room drama like that. Oh, man, I say them guys, um, I say they got to stay to themselves, man. Just let that guy do what he got to do, man. Everybody that probably was talking about the situation probably already got paid. Now is that man time to get paid? Um, you know, especially with the running backs position, they not that they not that they don't last that long in the league. So man, just get it while you can. Well, no disrespect to Kenyon Drake and uh, and to Frank Gore, but yeah. it does. I will say, there is a case to be made. Yeah. For the Miami Dolphins taking a run at uh, Levy and Bell, he obviously is no stranger to South okay. Beach. Obviously comfortable, no state tax. I could make a case that with the cap, you could make there there'd be a path to get him there. I I mean the Dolphins have got someone more important to pay a year from now. Who's that? Um. Ah, <laughs> right, right, sitting right here. <laughs> right. What a oh, brown yeah. noser oh, he yeah. is! No, the no, that's not. I mean, that's that. That's where they should be. They should be spending their money. Right, 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 right. What if what, what if he said? <laughs> 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 What's the plan there, though? What, like, what, are you expecting to be talking to them this off season? Um, well, I don't know what the plan they have. Um, you know, um, I'm going into um, going. In, I'm gonna be going into my fourth yep. year. I can get an extension or not, but. I really want to stay in the Miami Dolphins. Um, I love it and everything. I love the organization. So and then at the end of the day, it's business. So no matter what, what happened through here, I just know it's business. So that's how I'm looking at it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you uh, – I'm sorry to go back to Levy and Bell, but he is a big story right <laughs> oh, yeah, now. Yeah, he's great, man. Nice running back, man. I love that guy, man. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, obviously likes to go out and uh, catch some passes right. as well. Um, do you – would you have any concerns with him as a as a teammate right now that he took the season off? Do you, do you look at it that way? He must not have passion for the game. I don't think it's that, man. I think he's trying to he trying to do something different. Um, mm-hmm. What he's been saying, um, the the money that he had wanted, they they didn't offer him. Um, I feel like that's his business. What he got going on with him and his agent, I don't know everything to it. So, um, you know, I can't really speak as much on it. But um, I hope the best for him. I hope he get the money he he's looking for. He's a great player. Uh, I feel like he can do he can do big things when he come back. I think that's exactly the way it's going to go. People yeah. want to people who are fans of the Steelers want it to not go well for Levy and Bell so that they can say, "See, you should have signed the contract." Right. But I think the fact is that come next spring, if you're on the Miami Dolphins, if you uh, you're you, yeah. hey, did you hear we just signed Levy and Bell? <laughs> you're going to be nothing but excited right. about it. Right. Whoa, wait a second. What? What? Oh, to go. Oh, wow. We're going to oh, now if we just tune this defense up a little bit and he can just spin that clock for you i think that's uh man that'll that'll be great man no offense to the running backs that we have now man they, them guys they do great things what they do and uh with Le'Veon bell man that'll be special if he come to miami dolphins but um you know i don't know what they're gonna do or what's gonna happen so if he if he do come there i'm gonna be surprised i'm be like wow better food houston or miami uh miami Oh, that was a quick answer. Why do you make an eye like that at me? I thought Houston had good food. (laughs) Oh, no, not like Miami, man. Um, When I first got to uh, Miami, I was culture shocked because all the people I seen there. And I love eating Cuban food. Ah, well, then that'll do it. Yeah, Yeah, that Cuban food, do it. A nice Cuban sandwich. Yeah, can't be beat. But Houston, for the record, a lot of nice steaks and stuff like that. Barbecue. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Great, uh, great catching up with you, man. We appreciate you coming in here. And oh, one more thing for you. So, Coach Tomlin, you've dealt with him a little bit. Maybe if, you know, whatever, however things go with Miami, you know, you got one more. That'd be a great fit up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You could deal with a little <laughs> Let's chill. Let's not do that. You could deal with a little chill in the air, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. like it. Yeah, the yeah. weather not much. Um, I deal with um with Tomlin um doing my pro day. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the Steeler was there almost their whole um coaching staff, and uh, I had talked to them guys doing my pro day. And I thought I was going there. You're a per- I mean, <laughs> they, they had that chance. You really do. They you really are a perfect fit for what they like to do. I thought right? I was going there. When I seen them pick, I was like, oh, wow. But when Miami Dolphins called me, man, they gave me an opportunity. Who did the they go situation. with over you when they thought when you thought they were about to call your name? Audie Burns. 
you always say that. I love, <laughs> and you'll remember that forever, man, right? I always remember the guys that went before me, man. It's the best. It, yes. it, it is. Uh, you're in good company because yeah. guys who are now in the Hall of Fame or on their way to the Hall of Fame, they've retired and everything yeah. else, had great careers. That they still remember that. They can oh, yeah, name every you, single one. They, That's they my chip on my shoulder. They'll yeah. never forget who got drafted in front of them, and they always turn it up. And I so now as a Steelers fan, I hope we don't have to play in the playoffs because <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what that means. <laughs> I know that you're going to bring it extra uh, just to teach uh, Coach Tomlin and everybody. Oh, yeah, I did it um, 16 on when we played them uh, yep. in the playoff. I had got an interception on Big Ben. That was That's first, right. Yeah, my first interception of that year. Who's the – well, okay, now that you mentioned Big Ben, who's the <laughs> scariest QB to go up against? Um, The guy just played um, last week on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Man, that guy can run past all that. He's the he's the toughest yes. one. Even with that, you've gotten plenty of looks got, at number twelve. I got 12 Tom Brady there. too, so yep. it's always something about them too. Yeah, but you you don't have to you don't have to break off from coverage to go and right. hit the QB when <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is. Oh wait, he's fast. <laughs> he's faster than their running backs are. Yeah, man, yes, that's crazy, man. You got to stay covering covering for a long time with him in the backfield. So you know, it's a lot of plays that they had extensive. He extended plays, so that's the crazy part about his game. And he make perfect throws and he can run. So that's a lot for a quarterback. Well, continued good health to you. Hopefully yes, the health in general turns around for the Dolphins. And like I say, I mean, I really do think there's a path for the Dolphins to wind up there playing is. in January. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to you, handsome. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to talk with? No, uh, I think it was great having Savian here. What a pleasure. Yeah, to, thank you. Yeah, pleasure to see you. Have a good time here on NFL Network, uh, chopping it up with everyone else out there. And thank you for listening. We'll be back after week 11 in front of week 12 to tell you all that's going to go down and what just did go down in week 11 including our breakdown of Chiefs and Rams we're going to be out there as a matter of fact me Spaghetti Emma VP I'm going to are you going to be there handsome all right I I bought four tickets really yeah Yeah. all right maybe I could sit with you all right (laughs) if you're free yeah come along too oh yeah why not why not all right now we got three who's uh, who's going to be our fourth yeah oh you know what LeBron you said you're a Heat right. fan. You didn't yeah. get to watch him play. Let's, let's, the four let's of us should go him. to the game. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. All then right. it's settled. <laughs> you can look for Xavier Howard, LeBron James, Handsome Hank, and Dave Damashek in the Coliseum on Monday night for the big game there. We'll talk to you after that. Make sure you check it out. We'll have some good stuff for you coming out of that one. Until then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.